Welcome to MishnahStudy.com. This is Jesse Salem. Together we're studying Masechet Berachot. We're up to Perek Bet. Before we jump into Mishnah Aleph, let's give a quick introduction to the Perek, as we gave in Perek Aleph as well. So this Perek will speak of Kavana. The Kavana of a person when reading Kiryat Shema. Mishnah Aleph will speak about if a person's reading Sefer Torah and he gets up to Shema, if he's Yotzeh. And again, it depends on his Kavana. Um, we'll speak when, who and when he can interrupt for his father, a hacham, or someone who fears, and when he's allowed to interrupt, in the middle or in between paragraphs of Shema. Then we'll move on to the next Mishnah of defining what the paragraphs are, you know, and why the order we say it in. We'll speak about in the following Mishnah four potential issues, not reading out loud, not pronouncing the letters correctly, reading out of order or reading a mistake, how to deal with these things. Are you Yotze or you're not Yotze? The next Mishnah will speak about employees reading Shema on the job, right? Or on top of a tree where they may not have, not have the appropriate Kavanah. And then from there, focused on the Kavanah, we'll move to different types of people. A Hatan is patur from Kiryat Shema the night of his wedding. We'll see a story of Rabban Gamliel who did otherwise. The following Mishnah, we'll see two, two more Mishnayot of, uh, of where, uh, the students looking back at their Hacham, at Rabban Gamliel, and saying, you did something different than what you taught us, and how he relates to it. He washed, you know, he, he bathed on the first night that his wife died. How they'll respond to that. We'll see the next Mishnah, how he accepted eulogies for his slave. Well, you're not supposed to accept eulogies for a slave. The following Mishnah, Mishnah Chayt, we'll see Machloket, whether Hatan is allowed to read Shema, if he wants. So the entire Perek, except for the tangential stories of Bangam Liel, will deal with the Kavana of Kiryat Shema in one way or another. So Mishnah Bet, if I was to give this Mishnah Aleph, Perek Bet Mishnah Aleph, if I was to give this a title, I would say it's having the appropriate Kavana. So after last Perek, we focused on the logistics of when and how. Now we move to focusing on keeping the appropriate mindset. So let's read through the Mishnah. So if someone was reading from the Torah and the time of Mikra, Meaning, one of the times of Kiryat Shema that we mentioned in the last Perek, it came, it's time to say Kiryat Shema. Im ki ven libo, if he had kavana, he's yotze. If he did not have kavana, he's not yotze. Now the question is, how do we understand the statement of did he have kavana or did not have kavana? Harambam over here makes a very interesting statement. I'll tell you what he does not say first. He does not say that he had kavanah to be yotzeh the mitzvah. And this is important. Harambam says, He had kavanah, kavanato bazeh imnatan da'ato lakiri'ah. If he focused his mind on the reading. That's what it means to have kavanah. He focused on the reading. Because it could be, he was just uh, correcting some of the punctuation. And he's not focused on the reading of the pirashah. So Rambam over here says he's focused on the reading, where he, where he could have been focusing on being Magia, correcting the words, but instead he's focused on reading the Perasha. What Rambam did not say, and this is important, 
was he did not say he was focused on being Yotzeh the Mitzvah. Um, I think it would be very fair to be medayek from here that Harambam holds that mitzvot do not need kavana. This was a major argument within Harambam's shita. What does he hold? Do mitzvot need kavana or do they not need kavana? If a person did not have, did not have the intention to fulfill a mitzvah, was he yotzeh anyway or no? So it seems from here that Harambam's Pretty clear, mitzvot do not need kavana. The Beit Yosef in Ilchot Pesachim also understands Rambam to say mitzvot do not need kavana. And we have later found a shoot, a question, an answer given to Rabbeinu Abraham ben Harambam on what his father holds, whether mitzvot need kavana or not. And I saw over there also that Rabbeinu Abraham ben Harambam says, my father held mitzvot do not need kavana. Right, so it's an important principle and I would say seemingly here Harambam is taking a stance on one approach. Um, one thing we do need to clarify is in the Hibur, in the Mishneh Torah, in the Halakha, where he codifies Halakha, by the Chol Kirat Shema, Perek Bet, Mishneh Halakha Aleph, he is posek, that if one did not have Kavanah for the first Pasuk, he's not Yotze. So over here it seems that he does need Kavanah, but it's for the first Pasuk. I would say that the first Pasuk needs Kavanah because the Mitzvah itself is accepting upon oneself the yoke of heaven. And a person needs to know what he's doing when, he's, when, when the mitzvah is framed around a mindset. Um, but performing other mitzvot in general, just the rest, reading the rest of the Kirat Shema, a person does not need kavanah. Or if a person puts on tefillin on the day, in the, on the day and he didn't have kavanah to be yotzeh, mitzvah tefillin, he's still yotzeh the mitzvah. And we learn that principle um, from Harambam over here in this Perusha Mishnah. It's, it's, it's an important principle, and we learn it from right here. The next half of the Mishnah will speak about, uh, will focus on a mahloket between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, uh, whether a person is allowed to greet or respond in the middle of reading Shema. And it depends on if he's in, the, in between paragraphs or he's in the middle of the paragraph itself. So, Ba-perakim, meaning in between perakim, for example, if he's in between Ve'ahavta and Ve'ayam Shamoah, so Uchtatam Abzabdecha Vishadecha, right there, and Ve'ayam Shamoah didn't start yet. Someone walks in, Sho'en Mipinah Kavod Umeshiv. He's allowed to greet someone out of honor and respond. So, what is the greet out of honor? Rabbam explains that he gives. He greets someone, or he gives, he says, shalom to someone who he who is befitting to honor them, such as, and he lists of his father, his rav, ahacham. I would just point out that this is different than Rashid. Rashid says any adam nichbad, anyone who is an honorable person. Hanabam is very specific of who he considers to be someone that you honor, and you're allowed to greet them, and kalvachomer, you're allowed to also respond to them, even in between. Now let's say you're in the middle of the perek, uba'emsa, you're in the middle of the perasha, and someone comes, you're allowed to ask out of fear, and you're allowed to also respond. What does that mean, out of fear? Someone that he fears. If there is a bandit, or a moser, or a goy, Rambam brings these three examples, it's not necessarily life and death, Right? It can even be fearing that someone is going to come confiscate his property or, or anything of that sort. He's allowed to 
greet them out of fear and also respond out of fear. Rabbi Yehuda argues, and he argues in, you'll see that the, the structure of the Mishnah is A, B, B, A. So first he responds to the last thing that was said of Rabbi Meir, which is in the middle of the Perek. So he's a little more lenient over here. He opens up with the same thing as Rabbi Meir, where in the middle of the Perek you're allowed to greet someone out of fear. That was similar to Rabbi Meir. But he says, You're allowed to respond, right? If someone greeted you already, you're allowed to respond in the middle of the Perek to anyone you're supposed to honor. So if your father came in the middle of Kiryat Shema and he said, you know, he, he spoke with you, you're allowed to respond in, uh, out of honor. In between Perakim, uh, He's allowed to greet out of respect and he's allowed to respond to anyone. Right? This is not just to someone that he honors, not just to his father or a hacham. Rather, anyone that came and greeted him, he's allowed to respond to them. Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, which is the more lenient approach in our Mishnah. In the next Mishnah, we'll speak about what are, um, quote-unquote, in between the Perakim and why this order.